Hi, I'm Casey, and welcome to the HelloFlow podcast, a space where we bridge together professional success and career alignment with personal well-being and spirituality. At a time when many people are awakening to their soul's purpose and navigating that messy but magical middle, I offer this space for growth, well-being, and spiritually grounded practices to support you in your daily grind and pursuit of embodying your dharma. After tuning into this podcast, I hope you receive the inspiration, empowerment, and applicable tools to usher in more ease and flow in your life and equip you as you discover, develop, and evolve your dharma. Now on to the episode. Hi, and welcome back to the HelloFlow podcast. I'm your host, Casey Conlas. And if this is your first time tuning in, I'm a certified Dharma coach and human design reader. So in this episode, I'm really excited to introduce a few Japanese rituals and practices. And this is something I was formally introduced to when I was still living in New York City and experienced my first ever Reiki session about six or seven years ago. And if you don't know what Reiki is, it's a hands-on practice developed by a Japanese monk in Kyoto, Japan sometime in the 1920s. It's an energy healing practice where an attuned Reiki practitioner facilitates the movement of our universal life force to release physical, emotional, and mental blocks, as well as promote our own healing abilities. I had my first Reiki session as a client with a Reiki master who's based out of New York City and whom I still work with to this day. In that first experience, I honestly felt like I had some type of an out-of-body experience. It was incredible in terms of the rebalancing of my chakras and movement and unblocking stuck energy. Afterwards, I felt significantly more lighter and balanced physically, mentally, emotionally. It's been life-changing for me ever since. It really was an impactful experience. And so afterwards, I ended up accepting the invitation to become attuned as a level two Reiki facilitator. So maybe someday I'll become a Reiki master myself. So that was my experience with the first Japanese ritual I came across. It also happened to be one of the earlier entry points into going even deeper into my own well-being and spirituality. So because of this, Reiki is a very, very special modality to me. Recently, I became a bit more curious about other Japanese practices and rituals. So I started to do a little bit of research and came across a few others that I'd love to share with you. The first one is Ikigai, which is the Japanese concept to finding your purpose and living a joyful life. Clearly, as someone who is into Dharma through the Ayurveda lens, I'm very interested in learning more about this approach, and hopefully I can share more with this community sometime in the future. I have also recently learned over the past year or two about forest bathing, or Shinrin-yoku, which entails being in the forest, surrounded by trees and greenery. You can walk around, but you can even lay or sit down. You can take in the energy, the sounds, the environment, and be really present in the space. I hear there are lots of amazing benefits to forest bathing, including 
calming your nervous system, bringing down high blood pressure, and increasing creativity. But for this episode, we'll talk more about misogi. And I hope I'm pronouncing these rituals correctly. If I'm not and you're well-versed, please educate me, DM me, send me a voice note on Instagram. My handle is at Casey Can, which you can also find in the show notes. So a little bit of background story. I first heard about Misogi through Jesse Eatsler. He's a coach, entrepreneur, and ultra endurance athlete. I found Jesse through following his life, who many of you probably know, Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. And I started following them when they became part of the new ownership group of my hometown NBA team, the Atlanta Hawks. So I'm just going to go into a little bit of personal background. I was born and raised in the suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia. I grew up a major professional sports fan in a sports family. I was a youth athlete. My nephews currently play at the highest level of youth soccer. My former dream corporate career was in sports for a decade at the NFL. So sports in general, a huge part of my life well before I got into well-being and spirituality. But back to Japanese rituals. Jesse Eatsler had posted on Instagram a few months back about the ancient Japanese ritual called Misogi and the Misogi Challenge and how he practices this Japanese ritual every year. So what is Misogi? In essence, it's about transformation, shedding old habits and beliefs that no longer serve you. So in traditional Japanese culture, Misogi is a purifying ritual of the body and mind by immersing yourself in cold water. So think in today's terms like a cold plunge or standing underneath a waterfall and taking in the cleansing that way, intentionally. So now when you first hear about those two methods, you may initially think that's not that hard, but think about the intense but powerful experience of completely submerging yourself in ice cold water for a certain period of time, or standing underneath a powerful icy cold freezing waterfall that's just thrashing over your head, blocking out all other noises and maybe even visual aspects surrounding you and standing there in a moment for a certain period of time, pushing through and withstanding that kind of pressure and intensity builds mental and moral strength, resoluteness and spirit within you, especially when faced with adversity it builds character and integrity, as well as humility and respect, and doing so welcoming in a newer, more empowered version of yourself. You accomplish this by pushing and challenging yourself past your fears and limits that may have held you back in the past. So what I want to focus on here is it's not just the act of doing a cold plunge or standing underneath a powerful waterfall. It's also the intention behind it, knowing that there is a cleansing that's going on, as well as being able to build your grit and your resilience as well. And this is where the Misogi challenge was inspired by and created from. By challenging yourself and coming face to face with things that have prevented you from accomplishing something that you've wanted to do, 
you'll gain more courage and confidence and not to mention ultimately building your resilience and perseverance. By coming into a more powerful version of yourself, you'll now be able to handle what life throws at you with greater strength, courage, and grace. So the Masogi challenge is another tool you can add to your life kit if you want to level up somehow in life. By doing so, you're challenging yourself by committing to doing something that year that is life-changing and will lead to a personal transformation that will lead you becoming not only a better person, but a more powerful, higher version of yourself. So here are some criteria that you can consider when choosing your Misogi for this year. It's not too late. Number one, choose a challenge that pushes you out of your comfort zone and that will change your life by pushing you to go a bit beyond your limits. Number two, this should be a no-brainer, but just so we add it to the criteria list, pick something that excites you or that fascinates you or that thing you've been wanting to do or try or start, but there's a little bit of fear there because it's new and you've never done it before, or maybe lack the courage or confidence to attempt, or you feel like I can never do that, but secretly you have this excitement for it and you have this inner calling to just go for it. That's a clear sign that it can be your masogi for this year. Number three, choose something that is aligned to your prioritized values for this year. For example, if you are pretty physically fit, but up-leveling your fitness is one of your core values, maybe it's challenging yourself to finally sign up and run that marathon or whatever you deem an extreme fitness challenge, ultra marathon. If you have a hidden creative talent and creating is a prioritized value for you this year, but you've always been scared to share your gifts, maybe you can challenge yourself to start that Instagram account or promote your Etsy shop, write that book, or host a creative workshop series. Number four, push yourself past the limits you've set on yourself before, but also challenge yourself to achieve something realistic versus something impossible. For example, don't let timing get in the way. If committing to doing something every day or every week or some type of long-term training for something just seems like too big of a leap, perhaps something month-long or even a day-long experience could be life-changing. An example could be taking a solo trip or adventure somewhere for a weekend or committing to reading five books by the end of the year or picking up a hobby you've been wanting to do, like surfing or snowboarding. Whatever it is, it's just challenge that is unique to you and your situation. Number five, make it fun. And know that you starting, doing, and attempting your misogi, regardless if you come out successful in whatever you deem success, is the misogi experience. When you add a misogi every year, you are adding to your life real life experience, applications, and lessons you wouldn't have gained otherwise if you never attempted it. You will also gain greater and compounded growth, depth, experience, creativity, leadership, 
strength, courage, grit, resilience, the list goes on. More benefits to adding a misogi every year, creating forward progress and drive in life in general, creating epic, memorable life events and memories, and living a life that is filled with excitement, adventure, and impact. Practicing this ancient Japanese ritual is committing to becoming a better, higher, and more empowered version of yourself. If you are wanting to add something significant in your life that doesn't always require a huge leap, you can do so by committing yourself to the Misogi Challenge every year. I would love to hear from you about what your Misogi is for this year or ideas of what your Misogi might be. You can DM me directly on Instagram at Casey Can and share your life-changing challenge with me. And so why I wanted to share this in my first four episodes is because part of my misogi for this year is starting and launching this video podcast. I've been wanting to start my own podcast for over five years and have delayed it for so long. Some reasons, including fear of being seen and putting my voice out there in this capacity and in a video platform. But I am so excited to continue challenging myself and showing up on this platform and knowing that regardless of how this evolves over time, it's an experience that I will be really proud of finally doing on my own. And now I'd love to end this episode with a quote from Kalpana Chawla, who was the first South Asian American woman to go into space. I feel like her quote embodies a simple way to practice the Misogi ritual in your life this year. She quotes, the path from dreams to success does exist. May you have the vision to find it, the courage to get onto it, and the perseverance to follow it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear what resonated with you. So follow and DM me on Instagram at Casey Can and let me know. You can also find other ways to stay connected with me by visiting the links in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and see you on the next episode of the HelloFlow podcast.